Today is Monday, September 26, 2022. Conservative populist Georgia Maloney will be Italy's first female prime minister. Pelosi gets booed at a New York City concert by thousands of libs. And Saki says Democrats are doomed if the midterms are a referendum on Biden. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. This is Benny back in the studio. We are back in the studio here in Florida. Now, there is a hurricane in Florida this week, and so we are going to be broadcasting as long as the power stays on. We have a generator in our house that is diesel-fueled. We have that sucker cranked up and ready to go. If we have a power outage, we will be ready to rock. We will bring you this show even through a hurricane. And we have been bringing you this show through the hurricane and the tempest of horrific events all around the world. The globalists, the godless, the atheists, the numbers and the planners and the people who wish to take your life and reduce you to a number. The Marxists who have always done this, always, whether it's Nazism, whether it's Stalinism, whether it's Maoism. They have always attempted to reduce the individual that God has created to a number. That is the point of statists, to reduce you down to a single digit, not a gender, not a race, not a religion. No, 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 no. To reduce you to nothing more than carbon. You, in fact, are the carbons that they want to neutralize. And so it is with great joy and aplomb that we announce this morning that a extremely special thing happened that rocked the world last night. Something happened last night that will change, quite frankly, the course of history. Something happened last night that is sending a shockwave through the very systems that wish to control us right now. Something happened that is horrifying to the central planners and to the people who claim that they have the will of the people on their side. In Italy, of all places, in Italy, one of the birthplaces, truly the birthplace of Christianity and Christendom, one of the strongest cultures in all of the world, quite frankly. That's why there's little Italys in San Francisco and in New York and all across America. That's why Italian food and culture and music and art is so predominant throughout the world. The birthplace, quite frankly, of Western civilization, the breadbasket of civilized culture, Italy has been a focal point for all generations. Ever since the Roman times and even pre-Roman history, Italy has been, again, a gathering place for what we now call Western culture and Western civilization. That is why Italy has... Uh, ever since the end of World War II, been the object of extreme scorn for the Marxists who have always wished to overtake Western civilization and reduce the idea of individual freedom and individual rights uh, into their Marxist system, which atomizes the human being and takes the person and the specific DNA, the uniqueness of every individual life and crushes it down into uh, a number on a ledger that can, of course, be gotten rid of inside of a gulag or inside of a concentration camp. That's been the goal of the statists. That's been the goal of the godless atheists. That's been the goal of the Marxists forever. They hope to do this ever new with the Great Reset. They hope to do this ever new with the intended plan 
of taking you, your right as a parent, your right as a citizen, your human right as a mother, a father, a person, and to, again, atomize it into nothing, to call you gender X and human X, and to stamp a number on your arm that dictates who you are and where you may go. Where does that come from? Does that sound familiar? There are people still alive today with numbers tattooed on their arms, and they can tell you exactly how this all worked out and exactly how the latest horrors reflect the old horrors of last century. The goal is always the same, dehumanization. Whether it is abortion, whether it is reducing your food or fuel supply, whether it is reducing your nationality or your religion, it is dehumanization by the godless cabal who wishes to control us. And in Italy, the place of extreme roots in our Western society, roots deep as they can possibly go into Christendom and into the Christian heritage, a axe was taken to the base of this rotted tree and a lightning bolt struck the temple of these globalists last night. And it is incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to Joria Maloney, head of the conservative populist Brothers of Italy party, who is now going to become the country's first female Christian and conservative prime minister. The country's first female prime minister ever. And a rock-ribbed mother, Christian, conservative. They're going to try and call her a fascist. They're going to try and call her all every name in the book that they possibly can, racist, all the like, because she wishes to do a singular thing, to protect the heritage of Italians from being swamped with people who do not share their heritage, to eliminate what it means to be a European entirely. Of course, because Europeans and Christians are troublesome inside of the global elite. They don't want Europeans to exist. They don't want Western civilization to exist. They want controllable civilizations to exist who are dependent on welfare states that they control, who are at best not Christian, who do not have the tenets of natural rights woven into their very souls. They want to destroy our heritage. They want to destroy our lands. They want to destroy our people's That is the goal. And this incredible new prime minister that won in a resounding, absolutely triumphant victory yesterday is the first strike at the root of this tree. Maloney was predicted to win last night by 22 and 26% of the vote, beating her closest rival, a leftist from the Democrat Party. The Brothers of Italy Party sent a meteoric rise since 2018, received just 4% of the vote back in 2018. Now, just four years later, they have a commanding 29% of the vote last night. That means that Maloney will become the first female prime minister, the head of the country's Christian movement and conservative movement, I am Georgia. I am a woman, a mother, an Italian. I'm a Christian. No one will take that away from me. 
Georgia Maloney told supporters in speeches during her campaign, I want a country where you get ahead, not because of your friends in high places or family where you were born into, but because you make it yourself. The voters like me because they trust me. They know there are no tricks, no lies. I have the courage to say what I believe in. I will do exactly what I promised them. It has been a long walk for me this far. I have never changed my ideals. Other politicians say one thing one day, and two days later, they will say something with the same face, the exact opposite. Who does that sound like? Who does this sound like? This is what has led to a celebration all around Italy, the country uproarious with Maloney winning in a meteoric biblical victory last night, an incredible celebration in every corner of Italy. Watch. A huge celebration and the news rocketing around the world. The globalists and the leftists are terrified because they know that this means their demise. This means the end of the charade that these people think that their opinions and their policies are popular. They are not. Populism is popular. These people are old, rotted edifices of a time gone by. The Marxist central planners had their day and they blew it. Now is our time. Remember last month when Joe Biden doddered out in front of TV cameras and said, hey, I'm going to forgive everyone's student loans. Well, that's pretty irritating for a guy like me who worked through college and paid off all my loans. And now I'm going to have to pay for someone else's loans. I'm sick of paying for things I don't need or use. Kind of like supplements. I take supplements every single day. This is how we power through the show. And this is how we're online for 12 hours a day. I used to take them in pill form, but studies have shown that you do not absorb most of the nutrients in the pills. Not to mention they can be hard to swallow. Vitamins that you don't absorb are a waste of money. That's why doctors and nutritionists created Healthy Cell, a great tasting ingestible gel with 165% more absorption than pills. Healthy Cell's microgel ensures maximum absorption of exactly the sort of premium nutrients that I need to get me through the day to support focus, recall, mental speed, and rapid learning, all the things that Joe Biden doesn't have. If it's optimal for brain performance, you want it. Please check out Healthy Cell. I use it every single day. Visit HealthyCell.com backslash Benny. That's HealthyCell.com and use the code Benny for 20% off your first order. HealthyCell.com backslash Benny. Here is the uh, Fox News coverage of the Italian victory last night. Italy electing a new prime minister, and it looks like conservative Georgia Maloney is on track to take the seat. If she wins, she would be the country's first female prime minister. She would also be the head of the country's most right-wing government since World War II. Maloney's victory appears to be part of a conservative tide across Europe, and European Commissioner Chief Ursula von der Leyen is warning. Listen to this, quote, my approach is that whatever Democratic government is willing to work with us, we're working together. If things go in a difficult direction, I've spoken about Hungary and Poland. We have the tools. What does that mean? 
Maloney's good fortune comes more than a week after socialist-leaning Sweden surprised American, American progressives as the right-wing party there elected a conservative woman as prime minister. Conservatives are winning across Europe because leftism is a failed experiment. Because socialized central planners have destroyed their economies. They've destroyed their populations. They are anti-religion. They are anti-God. They are anti-family. That's why Hungary is such a massive success. That's why Viktor Orban and people of Sweden and the people of the UK and the people now of Italy and soon to be the French. The French just had a resounding victory for conservatives. While Emmanuel Macron remains leader, the conservative party is now the biggest party in French parliament. You are seeing this across Europe. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the revolution. And what is this revolution based on? What do we say on this show every single day? Every single day, we say one phrase above all others, God, family, country. That is what we care about. That is our motivation on this show. What did Maloney campaign on? Check out this image. This is an image of her with the exact phrase, of course, it's in Italian, of defend God, country, family. That is what that banner says. There is Maloney right there. And that is our saying. We are going international. This movement is going global. This is a moment for us to stand up in victory. And we don't get a lot of victories these days, quite frankly. This is the moment of leftist terror. This is the moment of the authoritarian crackdown. They are trying desperately to stop nationalists and to stop populists. And this, as we have told you, is an international, universal calling. God, family, country. It knows no national boundaries. It knows no skin color. It knows no borders. It knows no race or creed. This is what people want to live for everywhere, in every place, and in every time that they are born. All good and moral people want God to serve, their family to serve, and their nation, which is hopefully founded on God and family, to serve that nation. This is how all good societies are built. This is how all prosperous societies remain. And God, family, country is the creed of this show. And so we thank you for watching. So Georgia Maloney is a straight speaking Roman raised by a single mother in a working class neighborhood. Maloney rails against LGBT and woke lobbies and the violence of Islam. She has vowed to stop the tens of thousands of migrants who arrive in Italy's shores each year in a position she shares with one of the other uh, conservative leaders in Italy, a man named Salvini, who's uh, very popular and famous and has a very big following on social media, who is currently on trial for blocking charity rescue shifts when he was the interior minister. The center-right Democrat Party says Maloney is a danger to democracy. Where have you heard that before? Italiexit is what the country is calling it. The media is in pure panic over this victory. The media has sprinted to call Maloney a fascist, a far-right, uh, a far-right movement activist. The far-right is having a moment in Europe and actually everywhere, according to the headline for Vox.com. The Atlantic also calling her a fascist in the, uh, in the mold of Mussolini. Of course, this 
entire comparison falls to utter pieces and is burned up to ashes when you compare what Mussolini did and who the real Hitlerians are in our current day. Now, my wife and I were talking about this this morning. This is obviously something that is overworn, right? We never compare anyone to Nazis uh, on the show. It is, uh, it's a, it's a, it's like a metaphor, uh, that is just so overused and overdone. So we try as hard as we can to not like compare people to Nazis or the fascists of another era. However, if you are looking at the mold of Mussolini, if you are looking at the mold of the central planners and the people who have full fascistic government takeovers, well, what does that entail? Let's go down the list. You have full state control of media. Who does that sound like? You silence your opposition. Who does that sound like? You are against, of course, free speech and the free practice of religion. Who does that sound like? You are in favor of the dehumanization of people and populations like the unborn and those populations who you may not agree with their customs and traditions. Who who does that sound like? Who does that sound like? You are totally and openly in favor of the state and actually the number one function of fascism is the use of the state to control the law enforcement and the military branches for their own evil ends. Who does this sound like? Raiding your political enemies? Give you one right there. Making sure that other political parties are illegal. And then, of course, colluding with other fascists around the world in order to make sure that you maintain control. And finally, the final end stage of fascism, scarcity. Marxism, fascism, same thing. Scarcity of resources, fuel, food, making sure that people must be totally and utterly subservient to the state. That is the goal of fascism. Now, who does that sound like? Does that sound like the populist movement of today? Does that sound like free speech for all? Does that sound like, if you're watching this on Rumble, does that sound like rumble.com? Sound like truth social? Does this sound like uh, what conservatives are in favor of today? No, of course. The leftists are the fascists. The conservatives are the new liberals. And what I mean by that is that a classic liberal is somebody who's in favor of free speech, who's in favor of people living the way that they wish to live, who's in favor of the will of the people, the rule of the majority. A classic liberal is somebody who's like, hey, you're wearing a MAGA hat. I totally disagree with MAGA, but I'm so interested in hearing your opinions on why, you, wh- why you're for that. I am so fascinated by MAGA. Tell me more about it. That's what a liberal would say. A classical liberal would be like, yo, I disagree with these things and I want to hear more about them. I want to know. A fascist is somebody who says, you are wearing a MAGA hat. Let me smash through your door and your window, threaten your children, destroy your business, come after you personally and put you in jail. That is fascistic by its very nature. And so don't believe the liars and the cretins who say that this woman is a fascist who just won in Italy and that she's in the mold of Mussolini or Hitler. No, 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 no. Boy, if there's something the Biden regime has taught us is that we live inside of a country of takers. These people will literally 
take money out of your bank account to pay for their student loans. It is infuriating. That's why it's so refreshing to partner with a company that is a giver. Pure Talk wants to give you something. That's right. Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, they're takers. They take way too much of your money for data you will never use. Pure Talk, my cell phone company, gives you choices. Only pay for the data that you need. That's how the average family, like mine, saves 75 bucks a month switching to Pure Talk. With Pure Talk, it's easy to find the right plan for you and your family. Unlimited talk, text, and data. And plans from 2 gigs all the way to unlimited with mobile hotspots, all on America's most reliable 5G network. So why pay more? Here's another thing. Pure Talk's going to give you. This month, when you switch to Pure Talk, you pay one month, they'll give you the next month free. The big, woke corporate cell phone service providers would never. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, choose a plan, enter the promo code Benny at checkout, and get your second month free. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Benny to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. We have for you a clip that is going totally viral right now across the internet of Maloney giving a speech. And it is a speech where she really identifies what she stands for and what she stands against. Now, if you were to watch this and you were to say, wow, I wish that my Republican representative has the balls of this Italian woman, you'd be correct. I said that watching it myself. This is one of the most perfectly distilled representations of what we stand for on this show and what you should stand for every single day of your life. She nails and rips the bark off of the plan to dehumanize you, degender you, deracialize you, tear away your religion, make your religion illegal, and then reduce you to a number so that you can be a good consumer for the globalist cabal. It is the most pristine 90 seconds of a political speech I think I have ever seen, this side of maybe Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis. But sometimes even they lack the extreme verve and clarity of this woman. And so I give you the greatest, and in her own words, representation of what just happened in Italy. And it is a triumph. Please watch and enjoy. Potrei farne tante altre di queste domande. A monte c'è quella che ci facciamo oggi, perché la famiglia è un nemico? Perché la famiglia fa così paura? C'è una risposta unica per tutte queste domande. Perché ci definisce, perché è la nostra identità. Perché tutto quello che ci definisce in questo tempo è un nemico. Per chi vorrebbe che non avessimo più un'identità e che, fossero, che fossimo solamente schiavi, consumatori perfetti. I'm reading to you an exact quote. We go back a long way. She was 12 and I was 30. But anyway, this woman helped me get an awful lot done, Joe Biden said, before saying, you gotta say hi to me. Joe Biden was speaking at the National Education Association headquarters in Washington, D.C. The audience of teachers and union members laughed nervously and cheered on the body remark. Okay, these are the same people, of course, that are for uh, that that are for the child drag shows. These are the same people that are encouraging this poison on your children, that are encouraging this to be taught in the classroom with your tax dollars. The sick, warped nature of these people. It should be pulled up root and stem. Uh, by the way, the Department of Education should not exist. The public sector unions that make up the teachers unions in America should be illegal. You shouldn't be able to use the taxpayer dollars to negotiate against the taxpayer. These kind of things that happen inside of the classroom are because these people feel like they are untouchable politically, that no one will ever stand up to them. And it's high time that they learn the opposite. 
And the number one way to do that is what Arizona just did, which is to make all the money follow the kids. Make sure that every child is tied directly to the money and the parents have the choice. So then it's no longer that these kids are shoved into the public education system. That is a racket. That's racketeering. It should be broken up by RICO laws, the same way they broke up the mafia. Joe Biden wasn't uh, done there. Joe Biden, of course, uh, Joe Biden, of course, was making up the English language. I may have mispronounced a couple of Italian words uh, in this. I don't speak Italian, all right? I don't really speak any other language quite well uh, other than English. But I certainly don't make up English words. Joe Biden does watch. But the truth is, there's a lot more Republicans out there taking credit for the new bridges and those bonds that are collapsing. The White House, of course, uh, running through with the uh, bedpan in the middle of the night, trying to um, uh, trying to clarify and fix uh, Joe Biden's statements. You're going to have a tough time fixing this one. Uh, Elton John was at the White House this last Friday, uh, giving a little giving a little ditty, a little concert. And Elton John is a gay adult man. Uh, Elton John had Joe Biden put his arm around him and Joe Biden say, yo, uh, this is the guy and this is the reason why we're funding HIV research. Can, can you not, Joe? Just for like a day? Watch. By the way, it's all his fault that we're spending $6 billion in taxpayer money this month to help AIDS fight HIV AIDS. Oh, got it. Because he's gay? Is that why? why you, just come out and say it, Joe. Why don't you just come out and say it? Just like you with the little 12-year-old Trist, a little 12-year-old in the audience, right? That, you, that, that was so exciting to you when you were 30. Just come out and say it, you weird, creepy, old, diseased predator. Okay, well, we feel sorry for Elton John there for the first time in our life. Uh, we don't feel sorry for Nancy Pelosi. We didn't know that it was possible to feel any type of sadness for Nancy Pelosi. We really despise Nancy Pelosi on the show. Uh, we may despise her more than Joe Biden. We think that Nancy Pelosi has possibly done more damage to the country over a longer period of time than Joe Biden. But here we are. Nancy Pelosi was talking at a climate change concert in New York City, of course, the most polluted and rat and disease infested place on the planet. Nancy Pelosi was there talking about climate change. By the way, if you want to see how beautiful New York City is, why don't you, just, you can just jump on and check any clip from social media. I don't know if ALX can find that one of all the trash and filth in the streets. Maybe we can get that loaded up. There's like a, there's like a clip of how filthy and disgusting New York is. But of course, they're traveling to this disease-ridden hellscape in order to talk about climate change. There were thousands of libs, presumably, in the audience, uh, and Nancy Pelosi was brought on stage, and the audience roundly welcomed her with boo! <laughs> they just got roasted. Roasted Nancy Pelosi in Manhattan, and it makes us so very excited. By the way, if you want to know how in collapse the globalists are around the world, just walk Nancy Pelosi into Manhattan and see all of the leftists in Manhattan booing her. We're going to be doing an event with Tulsi Gabbard very soon. We're very excited about it. We can't announce all the details just yet, but it's going to be about the new right and the new left and what we can decide on, like what we can agree on. And there are a lot of things that you can agree on with the new right and the new left. It is the diseased old cancer of the John McCain's uh, and the Nancy Pelosi's and the Mitt Romney's. Uh, this like 
this 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 repulsive viewpoint uh, uh, of po- of politics for me, but not for thee. A politics that engorges the federal government and that engorges the powerful and that allows people like Nancy Pelosi to be, do insider trading her entire life, rack up hundreds of millions in her portfolio, always bet against America, bail her drunk ass husband out of jail, rig the system for her. And so when I say that like the McCain's and the Graham's and the Obama's and the Bushes are all part of the same party. This is the singularity point. You will start to like, you will get your Zen moment when you realize that there is no difference between Michelle Obama and George W. Bush. Once you recognize that, there is your singularity point. Then you will start to understand, dear viewer, what's actually happening. The game at foot. And so here we go. Nancy Pelosi getting booed by presumably members of the new left because they are as disgusted by Nancy Pelosi as you or I would be as a Mitt, at a Mitt Romney, Liz Cheney, or John McCain. Go. I couldn't talk about that. Thank you for your dazzling advocacy, entrepreneurial thinking, and determination as global citizens. It's thanks to global citizen. How oh, how Orwellian? How perfect this show! The global citizens event. Incredible. Nobody wants to be a global citizen. Italy just told you to shove it. Your global citizen card sideways, Klaus Schwab, directly up your your old Nazi. Did you know this? Did you know, by the way, the Klaus Schwabs? You want to talk about Nazis? Do you know the Klaus Schwabs entire family got extremely wealthy off of working with the Nazis? That Klaus Schwab was born in Switzerland under Nazi rule, and that his father was a Nazi collaborator. Did you know that it regularly doesn't come up when we talk about the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab? Did you know this? Is this something that like hit your newsfeed? Boy, we've done shows on this. Maybe we should re-up it. Boy, maybe we should do a special. We cover a lot of data on this show. So when was the last time you heard us talk about a number that reached absolute zero? Well, a few times. There are absolutely zero functional brain cells inside of Joe Biden's head. There is 0% chance of us voting for a Democrat in November. And there's 0% chance that Hillary Clinton will become president. Financially, in our lifetime, we have seen numbers reach absolute zero, and it's been terrifying. In the last recession, stocks like Washington Mutual, Lehman Brothers, and Chrysler reached absolute zero in value overnight. Could it happen again? Of course it could. And if it did, would you be protected? This is why we invest in gold. Gold has never been at absolute zero in value ever in world history. In fact, gold value is rising like a hockey stick. That's why the savviest Americans, like me, diversify their savings to protect them from downturns in the market, from global instability, and from a falling, collapsing dollar. Birch Gold Group helps me invest in gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, and they can help you. Text Benny to 989898, and you can convert your old 401k or IRA into a precious metals-backed IRA right now. Do it. It's the smart move, and... We got two more years of Joe Biden, so what can you do, man? Text Benny to 989898 to invest in something of real value with my friends at Birch Gold. 
Klaus Schwab, yes, father was a Nazi collaborator making in his fa- in, in the machine factory that he ran in, in Switzerland, uh, flamethrowers, among other things, that the Nazis used in order to flame American boys in, uh, who were sent over there to torch all, you know, and, and, and Lord knows what else these evil, sick people use the flamethrowers for that Klaus Schwab's families created, you know, just... The more you know, where's the little star? We should make this new graphic. The more you know, right? A little star that flies across the screen. Klaus Schwab and his family uh, were Nazis. Just important to, to note when you look at who they want to be the global citizens, when they start telling you that you need global citizens, digital passes, digital currencies, that you need to subject yourself to their new experiments and that you need to subject yourselves to their new numbering systems and that you must get rid of all your religion. And there's a reason why these sick monsters uh, 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 hate Christianity so much. It really is pretty true. I mean, it's really obvious. Okay. So, and just really quick, like Nancy Pelosi isn't a Christian. Nancy Pelosi plays a Christian on TV. She is a godless atheist. She is somebody who is in favor of the wholesale slaughter and dehumanization of the most innocent among us in our society, children. Nancy Pelosi has been for that her entire life. You cannot have those two competing beliefs in your skull at the same time. Nancy Pelosi's church, the Catholic church, Nancy Pelosi is a Catholic. No, Nancy Pelosi plays a Catholic on TV. She's not a Catholic. Her beliefs and what she does is directly in conflict with the church and what God commands her to do. And so, of course, her number one service is to herself and her own power. And we all know biblically what happens to these people. Nancy Pelosi uh, doesn't care about Christianity. Christianity stands opposed to Nancy Pelosi and her beliefs. And that is why the globalists hate Christians the very most. That is why the saying God, family, country is something that is universal. God is universal. And that is why Christians scare them the very most. That is why Christians are the number one target. And this has been promised, and you will see it more and more as the days go by. Uh, They will come after Christendom and the Christian faith because it is a faith that teaches that you are unique, you have value, you were created, and that you and your life is something purposeful and important, and that you have freedom given to you by your creator. That, that is what they cannot have. That is what people like Nancy Pelosi cannot have. And even Nancy Pelosi getting booed there in New York. What was she doing? She was at a Global Citizens Music Festival. Global Citizens. Global Citizens Music Festival. Booed by the audience. After being introduced on stage by someone, an actress, uh, who's married to Nick Jonas. Oh, okay, got it. Pelosi briefly spoke about carbon pollution and climate change. As Speaker of the House, I'm here to thank you for your dazzling activity. Global citizen. What is this? Where do, where do they come up with this? What do they come up with this? The dedication to global citizen. Why do they have to be so... They're so directly out of a Bond villain movie. They're so directly out... They're so directly out of central casting. Global citizen. Who wants to be a global citizen? Nobody wants to be a global citizen. People are proud of their own nations, their own country, their own heritage. It's only these people who despise their heritage, sick freaks, who are indeed uh, ashamed of their heritage. They're ashamed of themselves. Nancy Pelosi is ashamed. She's Italian. She's ashamed of Italy. She, uh, to my knowledge, she hasn't tweeted anything to congratulate the first female prime minister in Italy. 
It'll slash carbon pollution by 40% by 2030. We will give a historic 300 billion to climate change, Nancy Pelosi says. Okay, so anyway, the crowd reacted loudly by booing her comments because the crowd hates Nancy Pelosi. And the people inside the Democrat Party, nay, nay, I say, some of the smartest people inside the Democrat Party know this. We miss the days of Jen Psaki. You don't realize how good you have it until they're gone. Jen Psaki left the White House, and now we have Corinne Jean-Pierre. And boy, howdy. Is she bad? Does Richie Pierre ain't uh, ain't up for the role of Korean Jean Pierre? A few French fries short of the Happy Meal plus the toy. But Jen Saki, man, she was uh, pretty good at lying. She was pretty decent at her job. Saki says that if the midterms are a referendum on Biden, then Democrats are doomed. Doomed. She said it, and we believe it, ladies and gentlemen. Jen Saki saying that, hey, yo, uh, if people are voting for this administration in the midterms, uh, we, we, we're, we're going to lose badly. Take it away, Jen. If it is a referendum on the president, they will lose, and they know that. They also know that crime is a huge vulnerability for Democrats. I would say one of the biggest vulnerabilities. Okay, so we are doomed. We're doomed, and we know it. Jen Psaki there, of course, talking on MSNBC. She's got a new gig there on MSNBC. She's calling Republicans extremists, in case you're wondering, by the way, in case you're wondering why the Trump raid happened, in case you're wondering why all these FBI raids are happening and Joe, Joe Biden is changing it, it's because all the all the central planners and bean counters are sitting there in Washington, D.C., inside of their little PR agencies saying, my God, my God, people are going to look at our records. We must move the spotlight from us to them. This doesn't normally happen in a campaign. What happens is the party in power it is a referendum on your policies and your successes as the party in power. This is what happens in an election. But now we are seeing the Democrats scream and try to centrally organize and centrally plan, like through the media apparatchiks, try to change the spotlight back to MAGA, back to Trump, back to Republicans. They have to try and make it a referendum on Roe v. Wade or on Donald Trump and Mar-a-Lago and Trump taking a document or whatever. They have to make it about this stuff. Got to make it about this. Cannot make it about Joe Biden. And it doesn't matter because it's going to be about Joe Biden. And it's going to be an obliteration, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be very, very bad. An ABC Washington Post poll uh, found that Republicans hold a 21-point lead on the ballot in battleground districts. 21-point lead. You'll never screenshot it. You'll never see it again. You'll never see it again for the rest of your life. By the way, this is a suppression poll. ABC News and Washington Post, they don't know how to poll conservatives. So this is probably underwater by five points. A 21-point lead for Republicans in battleground states, 55 to 34. Screenshot it, mint it, take it home, put it on the wall. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it. The ruling is in. We rule that Republicans will have the basest midterms ever, and we're only like 40 days away. How many days do we have until election day? We're like 40 days away. 40, 50 days away. It's incredible. It is why you're going to see the paranoid cretinous losers of the left begin to behave like irrational authoritarians. The uh, the authoritarian leaders uh, who are taken to trial and then taken to their justice often are done so in a blind rage, uh, still ordering 
the military, um, man, what's, what's the, what's the name of the guy? Tucker uses this example all the time. He was like a Serbian communist leader. Uh, Ceausescu was his last name. And he was, he was overthrown obviously when the communism fell. And then he would, he was ordered the death penalty. And while he was being taken out by his own troop, like by, by the troops, he was still ordering them around. Like he was a dictator. The troops who were going to go and deliver justice to this man, he was still ordering them around. I think his name was Victor Ceausescu. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we are 43 days away from the midterm elections. They know they have already lost. They know America has rejected their brand of leftism and globalism, that populism is popular, and that we will see a resurgence and a massive Republican victory. And so now you are going to see the paranoid freaks begin to scream at the top of their lungs about Nazis. You're a fascist. You're gonna, they're going to do every, they're going to pull out every single trick in the book. The problem is they've been calling us Nazis for the last, they, they called Mitt Romney a Nazi. That's your problem. You called John McCain a Nazi. That's your issue. You compared George W. Bush, who, by the way, gave you pretty much every single thing you wanted domestically, obese, new entitlement spending, slush funds for the cartels that control America's education systems, the super state to spy on regular America. You called him a Nazi. Okay. So you've now gone done. So now you've, you know, like it's like call when everything's racist, then nothing's racist. Hillary Clinton saying that Trump supporters are Nazis, because of course, this is going to be like the natural, the natural spiraling of the person who is probably the most malevolent, cretinous, diseased person to ever grace uh, and disgrace the American political landscape, Hillary Clinton a uh, woman with a, you know, a body count that would be envied by anyone who plays Call of Duty day and night. On Twitch, ladies and gentlemen, Hillary Clinton saying, Republicans are like Nazis. (laughs) Watch us rage you because we don't like your political opinions. Hillary Clinton, ladies and gentlemen. I remember as as a young student, you know, trying to figure out how did people get basically um, drawn in by Hitler. How did that happen? And I'd watch newsreels and I'd see this guy standing up there ranting and raving and people shouting and raising their arms. I thought, what's happened to these people? Why did they believe that? You saw the rally in Ohio the other night. Trump is there ranting and raving for uh, more than an hour and you have these rows of young men with their arms raised. I thought, what is going on? So there is a uh, real pressure, and I think I think it is fair to say we're in a struggle between democracy and autocracy. Got it. Okay, great. Again, who is behaving like the fascist? Who? Who are the people behaving like fascists? Again, fascism is the fusion of a corporation, corporate power, economic power with the state military power, and then using essentially that collusion to control all people. Who represents that? Hillary Clinton just salty that Donald Trump has people attend his rallies, that that Donald Trump can draw a crowd. Hillary Clinton just salty that Donald Trump doesn't, doesn't have to draw white circles on the ground 
for people to sit in for all six people who attend his events. Why didn't Hillary Clinton try and throw a rally? See how many people show up. Hillary Clinton upset that Donald Trump beat her ass in 2016 by motivating a group of people with populism and nationalism and not the reptilian globalism that Hillary Clinton represents. That is why, that is why Hillary Clinton is so salty. Donald Trump's, uh, Donald Trump's spokesperson, Taylor Bundewich, said, as usual, the media is working hand-in-hand with Democrats weeks before the election. It seems like perpetual failed candidate Hillary Clinton's basketball deplorables has run stale, not unlike herself. It's pathetic, divisive, and it further cementing her legacy of cringe. A legacy of cringe. Way to go, Taylor. Perfect way to talk about it and a perfect moniker for Hillary Clinton. A legacy of cringe. Yes, Donald Trump talking about liberty and freedom and Christendom and talking about giving everyone the right of all races and creeds to have a secure vote and to live a secure life in America that that is similar to Hitler. By the way, it's like the laziest, the laziest possible allegory is like Hitler had crowds and so does Donald Trump. Therefore, they all are Hitler. I mean, for the, if you use that metaphor, you can go to the Buccaneers game last night, had a large crowd at it. Buccaneers losing to the Packers last night. Large crowds were there. Tom Brady literally is Hitler. Aaron Rodgers is literally Hitler. Well, I probably think that based on Aaron Rodgers' vaccine stance, but I digress. Again, these people are such clown world, but you know, I mean, again, it's been predicted time and time, George Orwell saying that nothing will be true. Two plus two will equal five. That people like Hillary Clinton will give you the final last command, which is the final last command of the state. Do not believe your own eyes and your own ears. That is the final last command. Hillary Clinton saying that because Donald Trump has crowds, he's Hitler. These people are so lazy. They are so pathetic. Speaking of somebody who has no crowds, Liz Cheney saying that she will now campaign with Democrats. (laughs) The formation is complete. Liz Cheney is going through saying, oh, I don't like Carrie Lake at all. Ah, Carrie Lake is up by like five or seven points in Arizona. This is a huge gift to Carrie Lake. In Arizona, Carrie Lake, by the way, ALX, we got to get Carrie Lake's response to this uh, up. Make sure that we get that clip loaded. I don't see it here. Uh, I want Carrie Lake's response to Liz Cheney. Carrie Lake goes absolute based sledgehammer on Liz Cheney, who was speaking uh, in Texas on Saturday, saying that she's going to campaign against Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake's her number one enemy. Now, why would someone, why would someone from Wyoming who just got their asses handed to them, care about a governor's race. You're not a governor. You're not even in Congress anymore. I mean, she's technically in Congress, but she doesn't represent anyone. She represents the salty, diseased losers who nobody wishes to vote for, not even her own state. She wasn't even able to crack 30% in her own state. We can't say it enough. She can't crack 30% in her own home state. That's elected her like five or six times. Ladies and gentlemen, Liz Cheney saying that somehow Carrie Lake, somebody I, I assume she's never even met, is the number one target for her to take out. Yes, Cheney of Wyoming said simply when asked whether she'd be willing to stump for Democrats, just in case you're wondering if the uh, 
the trip to the dark side is complete for Liz Cheney. Here's here's her taking her father's Darth Vader helmet and put and putting it on along with the breathing apparatus. Uh, uh, Liz Cheney being a pathetic loser. Go. Uh, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that Carrie Lake is not elected. So. Does that include campaigning for Democrats if that's what it takes? Yes. It does. Okay. Well, yeah. right. Wee! Yay, Liz! I mean, could you imagine? Could you imagine being so? Could you imagine having such a soulless existence, such a uh, 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 inhuman existence, such a vacuum? in your heart, such a loveless, decrepit, skeletor existence that you are going to sit there and you're going to say, I'm going to campaign with Democrats for the seal-like applause of mentally ill people in a teeny little, I mean, I mean, I'm assuming that's an Austin, right? Like that's not real Texas. That's the Texas Tribune. Uh, nobody reads these people like, like this is not your average typical Texas audience. This is like, like, why is Liz Cheney even being invited to speak here? But she's sitting there and she's doing a pantomime leftists, like playing a Republican. She's LARPing live action role playing as a Republican for the, like for the mentally ill seals in that audience to go, Liz Cheney, you gave us good feelings. Ugh, how pathetic. Uh, the person who's on this, the person, like, like uh, honestly, we pray for you. Like, uh, we could not imagine. We could not imagine debasing ourselves to such a level. I mean, w- truly, what's it like waking up in the morning and looking in the mirror and knowing that your name is Liz Cheney? Whew, whew. We love waking up in the morning when, Liz, when, 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 when Carrie Lake, the person that she was talking about, is on our show. Carrie Lake, a friend of the show, been on the show a couple times. We want to say thank you to Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake, by the way, dominating in the polls now in exactly the time that she is going to romp in Arizona. It's going to be incredible. Uh, check out Carrie Lake's response to this Amir, Maria Bartiromo's show on Sunday. Well, I know that this is one of your top priorities to clean up the border should you win in November. I want to point out what Liz Cheney uh, has said about you when speaking at this Texas Tribune uh, conference yesterday. She says, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure Carrie Lake is not elected. Uh, Your reaction? (laughs) That might be the biggest, best gift I've ever received. I mean, the people of Wyoming can't stand her. I'm I'm pretty much sure that the people of Arizona don't like Liz Cheney. Uh, You know, here's the deal, Maria. The Republican Party, the new Republican Party, is the party of we the people. It is no longer the party of warmongers. And so Liz Cheney probably should change her voter registration. Turns out she really is a Democrat after all. Well, let's talk about your agenda. Uh, She said it does include uh, campaigning with the Democrats to make sure that you don't win. Yeah, there you go. Money. Carrie Lake, she is going to be the next governor of Arizona. And we are here for it. We love us some Carrie Lake. And we are excited because what she said there was the new right. The new right. The new right is the right that fights 
for individual liberty and fights against fascism that fights against the fascistic tendencies of the left. Hitler was a leftist. Mussolini was a leftist. I only say those names. I try not to uh, lump them all together. I try as hard as I can to use Mao and Stalin, who we think are are probably more in line with modern day uh, leftism. But nonetheless, these people are men of the left because they are men of the fusion of the state power with corporate power to control you and dehumanize you. They are going to try to destroy your nationality, your religion, your race. It's all a game to them for control. How much can they control in their pathetic, measly, weasley little lives? They want to control human free will. And we've talked about this before. If you go and listen to what the World Economic Forum is pushing, they want to erode free will. The World Economic Forum's official stance is that human free will no longer exists that God no longer exists because we have hacked human beings. It is dark, and it is exactly what will usher us into the end times. But these are the times that we need to be on the lookout. You need to see what the state is doing, and you need to recognize that the people who are currently in control of this great country do not have your best interests in mind. Keep your head on a swivel and know what we're fighting against. Our last story today, FBI SWAT team raids home of Catholic pro-life activists as screaming children watch absolute banality of evil. Check out the Fox News breaking clip here on this newest but not surprising, shocking authoritarian attack on Christendom by the Biden administration. As the FBI is responding to the arrest of pro-life activist Mark Houck at his home in Pennsylvania, the father of seven was arrested and charged with physically assaulting a Planned Parenthood clinic escort last year. The FBI is now addressing the nature of his arrest, saying, quote, there are inaccurate claims being made regarding the arrest of Mark Houck. No SWAT team or SWAT operators were involved. Agents knocked on Houck's door, identified themselves and asked him to exit the residence. He did so and was taken into custody without incident. Hauk's wife, though, telling a much different story, recounting her husband's arrest as, quote, they said they were going to break in if he didn't open it, and they had about five guns pointed at my husband, myself, and basically at my kids. The Hauk family also says there was a SWAT team of about 25 people pounding down the door with at least 15 vehicles at the residence. So this man, I had not heard of him before this weekend when this news broke, Mark Hauk. He is the founder and president of the King's Men, a group that helps men overcome pornography addiction, in case you're wondering if he's trying to break up one of the greatest control mechanisms for men and one of the greatest testosterone reducers for men. This is, of course, the porn industry, which is fully allowed and fully uh, promoted by those who wish to control the number one uh, group of people that would stand against the globalist uh, agenda, which is strong men in charge of strong families who want to protect them and want to defend our God and our nation and our family. God, family, country. We cannot say it enough. Porn is, of course, an addiction mechanism, just like fentanyl, alcohol, or drugs. It is an addiction mechanism to reduce men to nothing, to reduce men to vapors of themselves, to hollow you out, to make you into somebody that you were not intended to be. Ladies and gentlemen, get off pornography. It is a control mechanism 
that is produced by some of the most evil people and in some of the most evil ways. Uh, I, I mean, we can't, we can't even get into it because it's against the rules to like talk about this stuff on many of these social media platforms, but it is sick. And the vast majority of human smuggling that happens, uh, in this world, uh, has to do, has an intersection with the porn industry. So get off of that diseased drug, please get off that addiction. Anyway, good for Mark Hauk. No wonder he is a threat to the state. He is fighting against pornography addiction. He was arrested at his rural Pennsylvania home on Friday for allegedly violating Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act during, you ever heard of that? During the regular sidewalk counseling outside of the abortion clinic in 2021. Speaking with LifeSite NewsHawk's wife, Ryan Marie said around 25 to 30 fully armed FBI agents stormed their property on Friday morning, aiming rifles at their children as they screamed in horror. They started pounding on the door and yelling for us to open it. Prior to opening the door, Mark allegedly tried to reason with the agents to calm them down for the sake of his children. Please, I'm going to open the door. Please, my children are at home. I have seven babies in the house. The FBI agents allegedly kept pounding and screaming, according to Rimey. Murray, they had big, huge rifles pointed at Mark and pointed at me and the kind pointed throughout the house. The children in the home. The staircase is open. So the kids were all at the top of the stairs with their faces, at the front door. And I was on the stairs uh, as well coming down. The kids were screaming. I would advise you, by the way, to set up cameras at your house so that things like this are captured. You would like, it, it is like a thing that I find shocking. James O'Keefe rated by the FBI, Donald Trump rated by the FBI. Like the easiest way to combat these false narratives is to have your own footage. Have it uploaded to a cloud, have it accessible in your family. And when the government and the state comes in like this kind of stuff, you win the narrative when you have and release footage like this with your, the children screaming in the house and the FBI bursting into the home to get a guy on the, what he, freedom of access to clinic entrances, Freedom of access to clinic at, clinic entrances. This is what he violated. This is what's causing the. This is what's causing the. Okay. How many FBI arrests were there of BLM and Antifa members who blocked access to clinic entrances, that burned down stores, that blocked access to hospitals, or blocked access to storefronts? How many FBI raids and arrests were there of Antifa members? Who blocked access? I have had my access blocked by an Antifa member. Leaving the White House in 2020, after Donald Trump gave a speech for the RNC convention, I was standing right next to Rand Paul as Antifa and BLM surrounded him to try and kill Rand Paul and his wife, Kelly Paul. I literally physically watched it happen. These people were blocking my ability to walk home to my house, and they were blocking Rand Paul's ability to go to his hotel. Police escorts had to save Rand Paul from being killed that night. Where's the arrest of BLM and Antifa? No, sick monsters. Truly, truly. Y'all don't, y'all don't want what's coming, man. You're going to get, you're going to get a DeSantis as president. You're going to get a Trump as president. And you're going to see what happens when these same principles and these same policies are turned around. You, you, you've had a free ticket for too long as leftists. 
You've been able to run through the streets, burn down our businesses, attack conservatives, attack our homes, attack our children, come after us, me, my friends. How many times has Antifa like literally come after Jack Posobiec in the street? I watched that happen too. How about call in SWAT teams to Steve Bannon's house, Marjorie Taylor Greene's house, Tim Pool's house? Where are the arrests? Where are the arrests for them leaking the Dobbs decision months before that went up? Where are the arrests? Where is it? You ain't going to like it. You ain't going to like it. When law enforcement starts doing their job and enforcing justice against you. This time of freewheeling hall passes for the left, it is going to come to an end. People are sick of it. People are disgusted by it. Ron DeSantis just put dozens of people in jail for voter fraud. And from what I hear, there's going to be many more on the list. So get ready for that, baby. You ain't going to like it. Carrie Lake saying that she's going to put a bunch of cartel members in prison. She's going to blow up the tunnels. She's going to close the border with the National Guard on day one. She's going to declare a state of emergency. She's going to use the military. You're not going to like it. The left is not going to like it when these tactics are spun around on them. You saw it, you see it happen every single time. Harry Reid, Harry Reid. Oh, we're going to end the filibuster. We're going to end the filibuster for judicial nominations. Okay, got it. Here's three Supreme Court justices from Donald Trump. They scream and writhe like demons as soon as their own rules are turned back on them. You ain't going to like it, baby. And you're not going to like it. Now, are you seeing the trends? Are you seeing? Are your eyes open? What's happening? Populism is popular. Leftism has failed around the world. That's Nancy Pelosi is getting booed in Central Park in New York. These people have lost. Their worldview has ended and we can destroy it for an entire generation. These people are sick. They are anti-Christian. They are anti your nationality, whatever that happens to be. They want the destruction of this world as it is created and as it is formed because they fancy themselves God because they don't believe in God. They are hedonists and it's time to fight. And the reason why we fight is this, God, family, country. We have our priorities in order on this show and we will fight for our children, for our nation, and first and foremost, for our God, for the right to be seen as people who were endowed by their creator with a unique DNA and a right to life, a right to liberty, and a right to the pursuit of happiness. And that means freedom. That's a different way of just saying the right to live free. It's the government's job to essentially protect those rights from anyone encroaching on them, not to be the encroachment on those rights. And it says so right there in our founding, ladies and gentlemen, that that is the sole job of the government. And so let's return to that. And we are very happy to be returning to you from inside of our studios here in Florida. God bless all of you. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you soon.